Welcoming everybody. Uh, I hear that Judy is a part of um, our Bible study today. Judy Karibusana. Uh, my good wife is here. Steph is uh, our techie person here. Uh, I'd like us to I'd like us to proceed from uh, our last um, I'd like us to proceed from our last uh, uh, Wednesday meeting um, note on life lessons. So Maybe for today, we'll put it as wisdom for living. Yeah? Wisdom for living. Uh, you guys are distracting. Wisdom for living. So we'll take it up from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. If you remember the scripture which you were quoting last time, about the wisdom of God being many-sided, it talks about the manifold wisdom of God, which some other translations call... The many-sided wisdom of God. The many-sided wisdom of God. Uh, God's wisdom, and this is very important, God's wisdom will match any side or any color of situation that life may bring to us. Let me say that again. God's wisdom, because this has been uh, our ongoing theme, eh? God's wisdom will match will be able to interface with any side called the many-sided wisdom of God the many-colored wisdom of God um, any side, any color of situation that life may bring to us so I want to begin uh, as we discuss about um, wisdom for living by saying the one thing that we all have to be very cautious about is that we should never, and please take note of this, we should never let life's withdrawals be more than the deposits of wisdom. Never let life's withdrawals be more than the deposits of wisdom. So in other words, we need to be depositing a lot of wisdom because we are going to be uh, withdrawing from the same. If you read Joshua 1.8, and this uh, we have um, quoted many times before in time past, uh, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. The word law there is important because it speaks of a principle. I put in my notes that a law is an established principle. A law is an established principle. It speaks of a setup. Okay? Um, the law... Our law is an established principle. So this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you will meditate therein day and night, that you may be able to observe to do according to all that is written therein. And um, the last part of it says, you shall make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. Okay? You shall make your way prosperous and then you shall have, you shall have good success success. I think this is very, very important. So, number one, we have to appreciate that uh, the Word of God is not a book of stories. The Word of God is a book of law. And the law is a principle. A principle is um, uh, principle is, that, is, is the inner working of something that makes results predictable and stable. A principle or a law is the inner working of something. So right now I'm recording, you know, using my computer here. So the inner working of this 
you know item here that makes results predictable and constant okay and that is a look and that's why we have to keep going to god's word so that we can be able to glean those um looks i put in my notes and it is very important i'll be coming back to the issue of good success and the prosperous and all that um but i put in my notes here that a god is not a magician and uh, i've also said that um a magician is one who performs tricks of illusions make belief world that does not exist magic cannot be explained neither can it be understood it is relegated to the mysterious and the unknown okay god wants to be known jeremiah 29:13 um talks about i know the thoughts that i think towards you okay so so we we the the the, the scriptures whenever you look at the scriptures you find that god wants constantly um to be known seek me while you may find me i believe that's what um, jeremiah 29:13 um continues from 11 to speak so god is a cause and effect god and we'll be asking rispar to get me jeremiah 29:13 just to be certain that i got that correctly god is a cause and effect god what that means is this for every effect there is a cause for every effect there is a cause we used to put it uh, way back when we were in school that um nothing moves and that was in physics unless it is moved that um an object to remain in a state um of of it to remain in the same state okay until a force is applied it but it to remain in the same you know to remain stationary in the same state until a force is applied so scripture would say things like whatsoever a man sows that they will reap that is cause and effect whatsoever a man sows that also they will reap so i just wanted to establish this even as we begin to move into uh, what i want to share with you in terms of um, wisdom um uh, for living so so back to Joshua 1:8 as i wait for the other scripture um Joshua 1:8 you shall make your way prosperous and you shall have good success so let, let let's first identify that uh, if the word of god is saying you'll have good success that uh, there is a likelihood that there is bad success okay there is a likelihood um uh, that there is bad um success Jeremiah 29 verse 13 um um let me have that just give me a moment i look for you the scripture so that you can be able to okay jeremiah you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart that scripture i was uh, looking for but if you read from verse 11 it talks about the thoughts that god thinks about us you will seek for me and you shall find me if you seek me with all your heart meaning that god wants to be known let me come again to that god wants to be known if you seek me you will find me okay and uh, we say that magic is acts of illusions that are relegated into the mysterious and um, yeah so so wisdom is is a key on this issue so back back to the point which i made earlier never let life's withdrawal be more than your deposits of wisdom i think that is 
is very key. I also was saying uh, before reading the scripture that um, that um, let me see, I lost my page. Yes, um, there is a likelihood for bad success. Okay, um, the blessing of the Lord. This is what the Bible says: makes rich and adds sorrow, and adds no sorrow with it. Okay. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow with it. Meaning there's a blessing that can add sorrow, which is not the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and addeth no sorrow um, with it. Okay? So, a principle, I'm repeating myself because I really want this to be saturated in our minds. Um, a principle we say is an established, a law is an established principle. It speaks of a setup. It speaks of Setup. Now, in scripture, um, and again, I'd like to read Psalm 103, verse 7. The word of Psalm 103, verse 7, uh, God was speaking to through this man and saying that God showed Moses his ways. Okay, his ways and his acts he showed to the children of Israel. So there are two levels of operation, the level of ways and the level of acts. Okay, I want us to live at the level of ways, not the level of acts. Children are fascinated with activities, stuff that happens. But ways speak of wisdom. It speaks of why. It speaks of how, of anything. Okay, uh, ways, that is a higher, higher level so you will make your way prosperous so prosperity then is a personal responsibility allow that to saturate your mind prosperity then is a personal responsibility prosperity is a personal responsibility you will make, you, you, you will make your way prosperous. You will make. When the book of the law, the book of principles, when God's wisdom is resident, the word of God says, after you've been able to meditate therein day and night and then do according to all that is written therein, you will, you will make your way prosperous. It is, it is what I'm calling cause and effect. You are you, the, for the effect to be seen, there is something that has cost it, okay? Something that has cost it. And no wonder God would, um, for example, in Scripture, tell man, tell Adam, first commandment in Scripture, be fruitful, okay? That's another way of saying be prosperous. Be fruitful. And I'll tell you, the word fruitful simply means be full of fruits. Hear this? Be full of benefits. Be full of benefits. Be full of outcome. Be full of profits. Okay? Be full of results. Okay? Be full of results. Okay? Be full of returns. Be full of advantages. Now, all these profits, results, returns, advantages, it's speaking of prosperity. One of the better definitions I ever got on um, what prosperity is, is to make satisfactory progress. P 
prosperity is to make satisfactory progress. I came across some very interesting um, uh, article years back and I couldn't find out who wrote it, but it's an excellent, you know, kind of word, you know, kind of, you know, uh, point by point, uh, something written on success. And I'll just read it, um, you know, to you. And, and I found it to be amazing because you will make your way prosperous, follow this, and you will have good success. So this this gentleman who wrote this, and I can't, I never found out who did it. He says, number one, he says there are no secrets to success. Success is doing the things you know you should do. And if you listen to people, and I've taken time to listen to people, especially when people are unguarded and they're speaking, people are unguarded. It's not rehearsed. It's not something that um. They have rehearsed. You, you, you will realize that many people can tell why stuff is not working for them. So you'll hear things like, uh, ah, it's like people already know what they need to do to make, you know, um, uh, to move to the next level of their life. So there are no secrets to success. People know. Success is doing the things you know you should do. Then he says, number two, success is not limited to any one area of your life. It encompasses all the facets of your relationship as a parent, as a wife, as a husband, as a citizen, a neighbor, a worker, etc. etc. And, and, and scripture speaks to that effect. Remember in Ephesians chapter 4, I believe it is, uh, when you read, you know, uh, about apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, Till we all come to the unity of the faith, to a perfect man, to the measure and stature of the fullness of Christ. When you read down there, I believe it is verse 15, it says that, uh, that we should grow up in all things. Huh? Before it has said that, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by the slate of men while they lie in order to deceive. Then it says, but we should grow up. Hear this, hear this guys. We should grow up in all things. A lot of us grow spiritually, which is okay. But it is not enough. If, if you do not allow success to pervade, or how can I call it, to touch other areas of life, the area where you have been successful will be eaten, will be affected, will be short-circuited by the areas which you've not worked on. Okay? So some of us, you know, develop ourselves spiritually, but then... We don't develop ourselves in terms of our, you know, intellect. We don't develop ourselves in terms of our, you know, um, uh, 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 social or relational. We don't develop ourselves in terms of our financial, um, you know, and, and the list and the list goes on as as a, as a parent or as a maybe in business. And so we find um, there is there is a problem. I give you a scripture which I can't remember where it is, but I know it is in the Bible. Um, and it's Solomon who was saying, and he said this. He said them. The wisdom of a poor man is despised. Okay? A poor man's wisdom, please notice the Bible didn't say foolishness. I mean, the Bible acknowledges he is actually wise. But nobody wants to listen to him because they look at him and he's not a reflection of what he's saying. He is not a reflection of what he's saying. So, yet he is, he is, he is, he is wise. Okay? But there are certain areas that are eating into that wisdom. People may not take him very seriously on face value. So success is not limited to one area of your life. Uh, success is not confined to any one part of your personality. Okay? 
It is related to the development of all the other parts, mind, heart, and spirit. It is making the most of your total self. And, 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 that, and, and I think that point has, you know, is, is clear. The number three is that success is, is discovering your best talents, skills, and abilities and applying them where they will make the most effective contribution to your fellow man. In, a, in the words of a gentleman called Longfellow, it is doing what you do well and doing well whatever you do. And that's just amazing. I mean, it's very well put. Discovering your best talents, skills, abilities, and applying them where they will make the most effective. Because remember, people pay us. People pay us. We pay, for example, we pay... Uh, Bill Gates on the billions which Bill Gates is worth. Why? Bill Gates has met a relevant human need. Recording has stopped. If you meet a need, you become you become relevant. If you meet a need, people will notice you. Gold is not sold in I think they call it the O O R E. Gold is not sold in that rock state. Gold is valuable when it makes an earring, when it makes uh, a ring, when it makes uh, you know, a necklace. In other words, gold is only valuable because it meets a relevant human need. And I think this is very important for those of us who may be wishing to move in this direction, call success and prosperity, meet relevant human need. Even if you are to relocate and live at the very heart of the Sahara Desert, if you are the only person, for example, now we are going through these COVID issues. If you are the only person with the way forward or maybe the drug or the vaccine for COVID and you move to the Sahara Desert, the world will make a highway to your house there. People will notice you. Okay? Success, success is harnessing your heart to a task you love to do. It is falling in love with your work. Very important. We have said before, even in church, uh, we have said that nothing works like work. Okay? And uh, especially for us Christians, this is an area where we need to keep highlighting that six days, the Bible says you shall labor. Labor. You shall work. We don't want to make Christianity to be, or our faith, to be a substitute for doing uh, what we need to do. We all need to embrace the ethics of hard work. The ethics of hard work. Okay? It demands intense concentration on your chief aim in life. It is focusing the full power of all you are on what you have. A burning desire to achieve. And so this, this, this to me, it's amazing. The other point is that... Um, Success is not arriving at the summit of a mountain as a destination. It is continual upward spiral of progress. It is perpetual growth. Put it this way. Success without constant improvement will breed failure. Okay? These computers that we use continue to improve. If the gentleman who came up with the first gadget remained with the first success, of course, he'll be out of business today, okay? So success demands that you constantly uh, keep upgrading and keep improving, okay? And it is true with everything in life, okay? Constant upgrading. Success requires constant upgrading or what was 
yesterday's success will be a failure um, today. I've used this example before. They, they call this man Shakazulu. He, he, he was a military genius of his day, those of you who love the history of um, that part of the world. And he discovered that if he could make the spears shorter and he could make the shields more bigger, you know, and uh, people would take off their shoe, sandals rather, and fight barefoot, they would run faster, they would be less uh, encumbered, and, be able... and, and he is actually, you know, reputed for that military genius. But think about it. That was success of them. Imagine if that man was to try and do the same thing today. I mean, really? I mean, warfare has moved. The, the technology of warfare has moved from spears. So what was successful then would obviously not work today. Success, this man says, is having the courage to meet failure without being defeated. I think, guys, you, need, you really you all need to you know, take this to heart. Meeting failure without benefit, and you will fail. Something will fail to, how can I put this? There will be moments where you'll be, you'll be unable to achieve your target or your expectation. But that does not mean that it is over. It is, it is refusing to let present loss interfere with your long-range goal. Okay? It is a con. It is, it is refusing to let present loss interfere with your long-range goal. Okay? Success is relative and individual and personal. I think for me, if every, anything else, this, 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 this is amazing. You cannot compare your success with somebody else. And I think this is where sometimes we really go through a lot of uh, challenges. It's relative and it is individual. And it is possible. somebody likes one thing. Somebody likes another thing. And somebody views a certain, you know, achievement as success. Somebody else thinks that that is not, you know, and there, there's a lot of, you know, issues when it comes to personal definitions of success. And we all have to personally define what success is to us. Somebody likes uh, Climbing mountains and says that is success for them. Somebody likes buying toys, cars, you know, whatever, you know. Another person just wants to go sleep in the bush. And for them, you know, nature, embracing nature is huge success. There's a whole lot of um, individual differences when it comes to matters to do success. So success is relative and individual and personal. It is your answer to the problem of making your minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, and years adapt to a great life. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I think I can do one more uh, from this um, article. Success is accepting the challenge of the difficulty. In the inspiring words of Philip Brooks, he says, do not pray, quote, do not pray for tasks equal to your powers, Pray for powers equal to your tasks. I'll say that again. Do not pray for tasks equal to your powers. Pray for powers equal to your tasks. Then the doing of your work shall be no miracle. Okay? Shall be no miracle, but you shall be the miracle. You shall be. You will shock yourself at what you're able to do because you have not just prayed for a task equal to your power. You've prayed for powers equal to your task. Amazing, 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 amazing. Uh, words of wisdom. But moving on swiftly, uh, coming back to the issue of prosperity, and we say that uh, number one, it is a personal responsibility, that it is God saying in um, the scriptures, the first um, commandment in scripture, that be fruitful. Okay, I need to say this, that commandment still remains. God still says, 
be fruitful. Okay, be full of returns. I come again, be full of advantages, be full of results, profits, outcome, benefits. Okay, and I put in my notes here that God was empowering man to develop for you to be fruitful, to be full of advantage, returns, results, profit, outcome, benefits. God then was empowering man to develop, to create, to compose, to construct, to invent, to originate to manufacture or put together. Let me, let me come through with that again. God was empowering man. When God is saying, be fruitful, okay? He is saying, be full of results, be full of profits, be full of outcome, benefits, returns, advantage. How, okay, how, how do you become full of profits? Okay, it means you have to create, you have to develop, you have to compose, you have to construct, you have to invent, you have to originate, you have to manufacture, you have to put together. This is what we're saying. This is a personal responsibility when it comes to matters to do with prosperity and success. All of God's gifts are in raw material. Okay? All of God's gifts are in raw material. Either it is a church, it's a business, it's a wife, it is CTC. They're all in raw material. I mean, our wives, uh, you know, he that, you know, you know, gets a wife, the Bible says, um, he gets a good thing and it's a, it's, it's, it's a gift from God. Um, but our spouses are raw material. They are not complete products. They are not perfect. Okay? In fact, we have said before, even in church, uh, that uh, marriage is... Um, an unconditional commitment to someone who is not perfect, okay? So, so, so you develop, you, you construct, you put together, you manufacture, then raw material, either it's a business or it's a, whatever it is, okay? So we have a holy mandate to turn the raw material into a form that will begin to generate benefits, profits, and returns, okay? The holy mandate is to turn the raw material into a form that will begin to generate benefits, profits, and returns. To be productive is to be effective in bringing returns. I think that to me just says it all. To be productive is to be effective in bringing returns. Okay? Activity, and this I put in my notes here, simply wears one out. Activity, yeah? activity but productivity is fulfilling and refreshing and what you want is fulfillment what you want is a sense of I've done something I've met a relevant human need my life was not just um, you know uh, 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 merely existence okay I have left a, a good dent a good mark a, a legacy as some would call it so activity simply wears out somebody but productivity, when you produce, it's fulfilling and refreshing. Now, this this, this how I need to put it, you know, of all the things that you've said. The key to success is to be productive. Show me a person that is successful who is not producing. Okay? The key to success is productivity. You, you've got to produce something. The key to productivity is work. Okay? It's work. So, I'll come again. 
So you, we, we, we want wealth, for example, then produce. Produce something that meets human need. And for you to be productive, then you have to work. You have to do all the things which we talked about, construct, invent, develop, originate. It cannot happen with wishful thinking. It cannot happen by sitting somewhere in a corner, even just merely praying, as much as prayer is so powerful and important. But we cannot substitute work with prayer. We cannot, and I know we're recording this, and it is important that it is hard, far, and wide. You cannot, the same way you can't substitute uh, uh, hunger. Hunger requires food. You can't, you can't say, I will sleep about it, or I'll sleep over it. You know, it will not go. I mean, and we know that. I mean, we all know that. Okay? So, so these are the, what I'm calling, the, the wisdom for living. The keys, uh, the word of God says, um, um, this, this, these are wisdom nuggets that, are, that, that help us to be able to stay afloat in life. So, activity, you know, it's, it's, it's like a rocking chair. Activity, eh? I have a rocking chair in this my house. You know, you know, rocking chair gives you activity, but it doesn't give you motion. You do something with a rocking chair consistently, but you stay in the same spot. You don't move. Activity simply wears one out while productivity is fulfilling and refreshing. And what you want is to feel or to know that um, we are we we have we have produced so I, I want to finish by just giving two three if i have time maybe four but maybe two because of time um nuggets of productivity number one productivity sorry number one prioritize your goals you cannot wish cannot we will not charge good people friends we will not be productive if we don't prioritize our goals philippians three fourteen. i press toward the mark Okay, so the man says, the man says, you know, I forget the past. Either those past are failures, okay? This is the one thing I do, Paul says, I forget the past. And I press towards the mark of the high call of God, okay? I mean, so it, it, it's, put it this way, without, without press, there is no price, you understand? Without press, there is no price. Just like, just like we say, without pain, there is no gain. Okay, there has to be a press. You have to be, you have to press. Um, in a football match, which some of us really are avid fans, um, the the game is irrelevant without goalposts. If you understand, life without anticipation is meaningless. Goals, church are qualitative and quantitative. Okay? They bring out the quality and the quantity. Goals, it's, 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 goals is a way of measuring progress. Okay? You know? So have clear goals. Develop plans and schedules for achieving goals. Assume personal responsibility for implementing and following those plans and schedules. Very important. A plan is a bridge between where you are and where you want to go. That's a plan. A plan is basically a bridge, okay, between where I am and where I want to go. So develop plans and schedules for achieving those goals. Assume personal responsibility for implementing and following those plans and schedules. Persevere in the face of setbacks, and there'll be setbacks. 
Keep looking ahead. Always have a conscious, deliberate focus and persistence. We normally say persistence wears out resistance. And we also say concerning focus that what the eye or the mind continually beholds will eventually be reproduced into reality. And that is focus. Seeing something constantly. What the eye or the mind continuously behold eventually is reproduced into reality. Okay? Don't just drift. Okay? Dead wood, even a dead fish will go downstream. Even a, I mean, wood will go downstream. Don't just drift. Select your destination, guys, and start sailing towards it. Set the sail and let the wind do its work. Okay? Goals generate energy and rewards. Goals generate energy and rewards. Goals generate Goals generate energy and rewards. I mean, you, you achieve a goal. I mean, it's... And, and we all need to... I mean, can you imagine life without a reward system? Can you imagine life just doing things and there is no reward? There is no motivation. There is no passion. I mean, what's the point? Okay? Okay? So, so for, for there to be motivation, there has to be reward or reward. So, goals generate energy and rewards. To be successful, we must develop a history of successes by achieving one goal after another. Okay? So I achieve this little one. I say, oh, I started this. I finished that book. I, I, I bought that thing there and I, and I built that thing there and I constructed that thing there and I did that thing there. So goals are so rewarding and they generate energy. So um, to be successful, we must develop a history of successes. By achieving one goal after another. I think they say, unless I'm mistaken, that um, a person who no longer has uh, what you may call um, a sense for self-actualization, they are already clinically depressed. A person who is not looking forward to anything. You know, there's, there's, no, there's no, why am I waking up? Why, why, why am I energetic? Why, you know, that person already is clinically you know, depressed. So goals generate energy and rewards to be successful. We must develop, um, I'm repeating myself, uh, begin with small goals, then rise up to bigger and more demanding ones. In other words, yeah, you don't have to go for the big ones today. Just start with something. I mean, it can just be that just follow through the plans and the schedules of the day. I'll wake up, I'll pray, I'll read, I'll do my devotion, I will go visit, I'll make these calls, um, you know, and, and, and it's just very basic, but follow them through and then keep, you know, scaling them up. It is not how much you do, which is activity. It is how much gets done. I think I need to say that again. It is not how much you do activity. It is how much gets done productivity. Okay, allow me to do that again. It is not how much you do. People are busy. So, you know, you know busyness. It can be business with B-U-S-Y-N-S. I'm just busy. But the issue is about how much gets done. And there are people who are able to achieve quite a lot in a small you know period of time because for them they are goal oriented okay so it is how much gets done which is productivity it is not how long we live and this one i just put in there for the for the humorous part of it it is not how long we live which is a quantity and there's a man in the bible who lived the longest 
and there's nothing to write home about him apart from the children which he gave birth to or he you know or he had when he left um, but how well we have lived jesus lived for 33 terabyte years on the face of the earth but look at the effect and the impact of his life 33 years is still a young person 2000 years later i mean he is still the best selling thing in town okay but a man lived close to a, a, a thousand years and the only thing you see in the bible that he beget he beget he beget or you know he had this child this child this child i mean that's the only thing you know, and then you look at Jesus 33 years and you can see the quality of that life. Okay? Um, let your goals guide you where to put your energies. Let your goals guide you to where you should put. Learn to do things in the order of their importance. And I think this is very, very important. Learn to do things in the order. You can't do everything, really. Okay? I mean, I'm turning 51 this year. You know, truth be told, Age has um, a way of helping you narrow your focus. You know, you get, I mean, you can't do everything. You you realize you don't have as much energy and as much, um, you know, uh, time to do just about everything. You need to focus your energy on one area or two areas and be able to achieve the utmost in those areas. So, you know, just, just be able to guide that energy. Don't spread thin on so many things and eventually end up, uh, you know, uh, as it were, gaining so little. So there's a story here which I put of a young concert violinist who was asked the secret of her success. You know, people who play the violin and it's always a very hard instrument. She, she replied, planned neglect. Okay? This concert violinist was asked, what's the secret of your success? She said, planned neglect. She added, when I was in school, there were many things that demanded my time. When I gave them attention, I found I wasn't progressing as I should. So I reversed things. Okay? Until my practice... Sorry. So I, I gave... So let, let, let me go through that again. She added, when I was in school, there were many things that demanded my, my time. When I gave them attention, I found I wasn't progressing as I should. So I reversed things until my practice period was completed. I deliberately neglected everything else that everything else that program of planned neglect I believe accounts for my success. That program of planned amepanga to neglect things I believe accounts for my success. Okay, very very important. So according to her, practice is more important. So I am going to neglect everything else. You know, first of all, I've got to do what is important to me and so the idea here is when you have a goal then you can know where to place your energy okay so there's a story of this man called jack welch i don't know if i should read the story it's quite a long one um he he was named the greatest ceo of the 20th century okay his successes began by changing the goal of a ge general electric company uh, his goal was to make ge more valuable and not just big in size he concentrated on worth. He gave GE a new mission to be the world's most valuable company. To begin with, he got out of business where General Electric had no competitive advantage. He dealt with irritants and distractions and declined invitation to sit on any other corporate boat. This is focus. His key word was concentrate. 
keyword was concentrate. We can go on and go on and talk about um, this um, um, wisdom which we, we believe and I believe very, very strongly, friends, um, you can't go around wisdom. According to scripture, it is a principal thing. According to scripture, it is a way to success. I don't think that um, we can reduce wisdom to being laid on hands. You know, uh, uh, um, this, 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 this is not something which uh, happened magically. It's something which we go out for. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate there in day and night. To meditate is to brood over it. You shall, you shall take time to think or ponder hard. You shall take time to break it down to, to the details. You will just take time to understand it. But day and night, then you shall observe to do according to all that is written therein. Then the Bible says, you make your way prosperous and you shall have good success, which is what you want, which is, which is what you want. So I've defined a couple of things. I've defined um, uh, prosperity as a making satisfactory progress. And I've also said that um, success is consistency of purpose. Success is you remain constant in that which you're going after. I think those are the things which you've been able to build from all that. We can go on and go on and go on. But um, for the sake of time, I'm going to stop there and hand over the meeting back to Paul. Please think through what you have said. Um, I don't have structured notes. I've picked bits and pieces from place to place. So I'm, I might not be able to give you notes on this one. So um, that is write-up notes on this one. So please listen again, listen again, listen again. Try and pick what you can pick and uh, use it for your own personal growth. And uh, God bless you. Paul, back to you.